I was five years old living in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And okay. uh, too young to understand nuance and, and really what was going on. But my mom decided we were going to move to Arkansas with, not with, because a guy she had been dating, her boyfriend, was down there. I don't know if he went down there for work. I don't really know if he had family there. Again, I was five. And I was going to say, this was the before the days of like internet dating, so it's not like... Yeah, no, he, he was definitely, like she met him in, in Custer, in, in yeah. the town that we lived in. Okay. So she, my older sister and I hop on this bus and it's a pretty good distance from Custer, South Dakota to Hot Springs, Arkansas is the town that we actually ended up in. And, um, I remember when we first got there, we were living in this, this motel, not like a nice motel, but like one of those ones that you rent by like, you know, the week that, that, uh, I remember like having to open up the, turn the oven on and my mom would open it up to heat the place. Like it it was, it was pretty run down and it was ran by these. I'm going to sound racist, although I'm not racist. It's just what everybody called them. I've now come to realize that like, like I, I, I don't know, like everybody in, in, in this area called them, but they called them boat people. So I think they were like, people that came over like as, as, as maybe like Haitian or Dominican refugees. Okay. Yeah. But they actually owned this motel or at least ran it. Um, and they had kids. Like I, I remember playing with them. Like I never felt any ill will towards them from my mom or her boyfriend or whatever. It's just how everybody in that community community referred to them. Cause there was a lot of these people there. Yeah. Um, anyway, I remember one night, like, I don't remember if it was the, the, the husband or the wife, but they came like beating on our door and they could speak English like well enough, but they were like, you know, like ushering us outside. And we went out there and looked up in the sky, like the entire apartment apartments, motel, like uh, all the residents. And this wasn't like a two story motel motel. It's one of those like, like U-shaped, but they're all single level. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're all staring up and like, I don't remember it super clear, but above us was like this, this object that had several lights on it. And, um, I couldn't really see the shape of it. I could only see the lights. And then it seemed to just vanish Mm -hmm. and it was weird. And I was only five. And I never really thought much of it. Um, my mom had said, you know, UFO. I heard everybody saying UFO. Well, we didn't. My Our stay in Hot Springs, Arkansas was, was relatively short-lived. I do remember we ended up moving into a trailer house, into a trailer park, and there were cockroaches everywhere there. It was disgusting. Ew. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but one day I saw my mom, and she was sad and crying. And she taped a bunch of food stamps to a beer can and put it in the fridge. And and we got on a bus and went back to South Dakota. <laughs> so that was my uh, my time okay. down south. The end that of that. But, I, I, but also cockroaches. I'm, like, aren't there a lot of cockroaches in, in the south? 
to just just in general there's more than other places and in the south yeah i believe so yeah yeah so a few years later um i don't know maybe eight or nine years later there was a movie that came out called fire in the sky and my mom and i went to the theater to watch it and while we were watching it like she started having like this massive like panic attack and anxiety attack. Right. And we had to leave and she ended up telling me and she swears, swears to this Daniel. And honestly it makes some sense, but she swears to me that she was abducted. Not, not by the one that we saw in Arkansas, but somewhere else. And that she remembers many of the things the same way that the guy in that movie was that movie was supposedly based on a a, a true story. I think the guy's name was Travis. He was like a logger. Yeah. And, um, up until the day she died, she didn't bring it up often, but she would, she would talk about being abducted and, uh, and probed and prodded and scared to death. And my mom was kind of fucking weird. I don't know. It, It could be. So anyway, I, uh, Yeah. That's my experience with 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 UFOs on Jeez. for me personally. So, well, I, so one so, that I may or may not have seen, and then my mom's story. So, what about you? I well, I wish that I had some way to tell you about my experience with UFOs. Of course, oh, of course, we have a podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, Insert X Files theme. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, that was my attempt at like a weird sci-fi theme song. That was that was great. Yeah, Don't quit thanks. your day job, but that was pretty good. <laughs> Did you like the whole beep, 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 <laughs> for like a yes. minute? I, I enjoyed that part. The endurance part of that was 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 pretty impressive. <laughs> Slight tangent. Uh, yesterday, Quinn made up a game. And we had to, like, pick our, I don't know, she had, like, a spinny wheel and everything, and we we had to, it, when the wheels landed on a certain thing, you had to do a certain thing and, or answer a certain question. And one time it landed on, for me, to sing the national anthem. Okay. Uh, so I did. And I sang my fucking heart out, Jeremy. The oh, two see. of them just couldn't handle it. They just couldn't handle so, it. So that, that reminds me, we need to start practicing for our, our little little drummer boy. Little drummer boy. <laughs> yes. So that, that game you were talking about, I think mm-hmm. I played a similar game like in, in, uh, in like maybe my freshman year. It did end quite the same way, though, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking of something different. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh yes, oh yes. So uh UFOs, huh? Yeah, so have you been abducted? That would explain some things as well cuz you're a little bit out there. It would certainly... You're out of this world in my heart. Don't get oh, me wrong. I appreciate it. No, I haven't been abducted. But I swear on my mother's life, my daughter's life, my wife's life, my dog's life. Ooh, everybody okay, now now i life. believe you 
I wasn't yeah. when you said mom, daughter, wife. I was like, yeah. I mean, anybody could swear on those things, but but dog, <laughs> right? That's, know, that's that's real. It's real. It's serious. Okay, that, well, don't leave everybody hanging. That I saw one when I was a teenager. So, yeah. all right. So, picture it. You you've been to my parents' house. It's I have kind of had brunch there. It was quite nice. Kind of in a quiet rural area, and um, they have a pretty large backyard. Um, and there's a big field um, on one side of the house, and so uh, their backyard. I used to when I was a teenager. I used to go back there in the summer. And I would lay down in the grass and stare up at the stars and just contemplate the meaning of life and our place in the universe and everything. Yeah. Um, well, one night I was doing that. And I, when I would do that, I was usually close to like the tree line um, that bordered the, the neighboring field. Well, I look up, and all of a sudden, there's just this whining noise. Um, there's there's what sounds like dogs and cats and cows, like in terrible pain, like not okay. mooing, not barking or screeching or or or, or meowing. But like screaming and crying, but it's it's animals, right? Yeah, that reminds me of my <clears throat> my first wedding night. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and and so I look up and I'm hearing this, and at the same time, there's just this incredibly bright light coming through the trees, um, and it, it's hovering at the top of the trees. And then, um, as I like get up, try to get up to to get a closer look, it's gone. It just vanishes as as quick as it came. Yeah. Um, and I went in and told my parents about it, and of course they didn't believe the fucking word I heard. I said. And, um, you know, went, went inside and went, went to bed. Next day at school, I was young and naive, so I told people at school about it. And this girl, Susie, um, who lived down the street, uh, also across from some fields, um, heard me telling my story, and before I could even say anything, she's like, "Yeah, it was making like, it was making animal noises." And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah, I, I saw it too." And but like, so when she said that, she like mainly just said it to me, like she didn't want other people to hear because she was smarter yeah. than I was. But yeah, she she basically in my mind corroborated my story. So and do you, like, was there, like, a farm or a ranch nearby that had those types of animals? Could they have been, like, uh, 
experimenting no. on them? No, not not near me. Um, there was there was a cow farm near her, um, which was she she lived probably two miles down the road, like okay. n- not like super close, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe even three miles. Um, okay. And uh, the the cat the the fields next to my parents it was m- mostly just uh, wheat. Like that's all they would grow there. Okay. They didn't have cows. They didn't have any animals. So fascinating. Yeah, I'm telling you. So man. Uh, so obviously you you believe in. Yes. UFOs and and, 100%. and uh yeah, I think it's naive not to. Um it's pretty naive to think that we would be the only species well, in this vast so I, universe. I absolutely think that it is um yeah, naive and selfish in a way to think that we're the only intelligent life in the universe. It's but arrogant. I, arrogant. Thank you. That's the word. Um, but I do think I understand why people might not believe in them visiting Earth. Sure. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. But so, yeah. I just think there's enough that I've heard enough stories and I've seen them myself. So, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, a lot of people's, like, your story about the lights, and then they're gone in a flash. Yeah. Everybody and, says and There that. was a lot of noise, too. I I didn't mention that like you did. But, yeah, yeah it was super loud, whatever it was. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was it was stationary. It wasn't, like, right. circling or back and forth. It yep. was just there. And right. it was super close to the ground, like, from my recollection. But you also couldn't necessarily see the shape of it extremely well. Because of the lights. In, yeah, yeah. In my case, that's yeah. what I'm. Yes, that's what my five year old head kind of put together. Right. So, the we're, we're, th- this came up because we had um, saw a little video that was put out. It was posted, I think, on CNN. But the National Defense Agency had said something about there were, I don't know, three hundred and, and some reported sightings of they don't call them ufos they call them something uap else, ufos Unide- yeah. unidentified aerial phenomenon and in 2022 um of those 300 and some there were like 170 that could not be explained which is the most right. since they've been at least acting like they're telling us the truth about it yeah so so that was pretty neat so it was something we thought we would um just kind of discuss. So I, I'm curious if anybody out there listening has any of their own experiences that they would like to share. Definitely. Yeah. Let us know. And more importantly, are you a believer? And if not, why not? Yeah. Cause it doesn't, I, it doesn't, it doesn't cost anything to believe. <laughs> That's right. It's the same as Santa Claus. Um, yeah. Santa Claus is just a UFO, but like, one of the, I heard a story, I forget, I think it was, um, might have even been like 2020 or something, it's, saw like a whole documentary about this town in Michigan, I want to say, yeah. where um, 
like 100 or 200 some odd people all claimed to have seen the same thing back in, I want to say it was the 90s. Um, yeah. The same night, they all saw these like three lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. I know and, what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're, they even have recorded 911 calls that all happened at the same time. All these same people saw the same thing. Um, and, I mean, <clears throat> you could try and explain that away as something else, but they they did try to explain it, um, and I can't remember all the details, but it all comes back to basically, like, you know, can't you can't explain it with any technology that we possess because of the way that the lights moved, how quickly they moved, and yeah. it's very similar to the stories we hear from fighter pilots um, in, in, and other military personnel who witness these things. They see them moving at speeds and in a manner that are just impossible for, for the technology that humans possess. Correct. Unless the, um, somehow some of our adversaries somewhere have this technology that that according to military personnel would be you know a thousand two thousand years beyond what what we're capable of yeah i think that's far less likely than just you know believing that there could be other right life forms existing in this massive massive (laughs) massive galaxy universe all of it um i've heard the explanation about those those lights like up high in the sky like that, like like the Michigan story. I might even mm-hmm. yes. This this may have been the way they explained that one. Is I'm not going to get the the words right, but something about like solar, like it's a it's a solar illusion because the Earth is round, mm. and and the lake, right? Something to do with the lake. Yeah, so that's what makes it look like it's instantly disappearing because yeah. something's just shifting a, a second. So it's those like are are more of an optical illusion. I don't know about that. That could be, but that does not explain things like you and I saw that had, you know, actual lights in the dark on them with noise. And to me, like the one thing that, that always comes back to me when I think about these things is the instant takeoff or instant disappearance. Like there's, there's no society in my opinion on, on earth no nation, yeah. no group that has that technology because no humans are assholes and <laughs> and arrogant and power hungry and that that information would be extorted or I mean it would be out there, right? If like, if Russia had that capability, we would know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, China I firmly believe that. Yeah. Um so yeah. The uh, yeah, it's the, the 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 gone in a flash thing that that does it for me. As a kid, I was always interested in UFOs, um, so I would watch like you know unsolved mysteries and things like that. And anytime there was UFO stories, I would really, really, really pay attention. And I was never scared by it. I was just really interested no. in it. Right. Because no, I kind of thought even back then, if if somebody wanted to harm us like on a massive scale, they would probably be able to. Well, that's the scary thing, right? Is that 
they absolutely could. Sure. Um, if sure. they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so then cool. you think like, why, uh, why would they come here? You know, what are yeah. they doing here if they're here? And my only explanation would be they're just studying. They're just learning about us because they can. It's the same reason yeah. that we, we study animals in the jungle. You know, and well, it's, it's the same. It's an anthropological thing for them. Same, the same reason we have have you know unmanned sp- space vessels all over the you know going to to Jupiter and, and exactly, and we've got man mission scheduled to go to the moon again, and we got an international space station that has people on it, and I don't know that we'll ever you know step foot on Mars, but hey, uh, we're listen. trying. We're trying, and we have we have humans that are in vessels going to other worlds at a minimum, right? I mean, right. at least looking. Right. Um, I have to mention this, though, because you said Mars. I had the craziest, most vivid dream last night that I went on a work assignment to go live on Mars for six months. And... There was this colony there that I went to. It was well-established. And there was, I want to say there was like a biodome kind of kind of deal. Because we were able yeah. to walk around without masks on. Like, without helmets mm-hmm. on or anything. Look at so, you go, Matt Damon. <laughs> Did you live so, off potatoes? Yes, we lived off potatoes. No, no. In fact... <laughs> The the thing about it was like I was living in like this apartment and and I was I was married still to Coley and Quinn was uh, you know home, they were both home and we would like FaceTime all the time and stuff but I was living in this building with all these other people that were in the program and I hated it because it basically looked like Florida <laughs> it was Florida. like like nice like like daytona or orlando or something it just there was like chain restaurants and strip malls everywhere i was like this sucks (laughs) yeah they they could have made it a little more cultured for god's sake what did we do so dude there was like i don't know probably uh, i want to say it was right around the time alicia and i got engaged so like 2019 maybe 2018 maybe before that there was a thing where you could sign up to be one of the first humans to live on Mars. Yeah, I remember if it were that. To, if it were yeah. to happen, and I I signed yeah. up for it, and I, I forget what the deal was, but you know you were essentially agreeing if you got picked that you knew you were never coming back. Right. But they were going to pay your family an exorbitant amount of money, and I'm like, oh, I would totally do that, and I would like. And now you like, would. Like space exploration is something that I think is is pretty fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. um all right. So. So, so um, fair viewers and even our non-fair viewers, Daniel Listen, and I, listeners. Yes, listeners. I guess they could be <laughs> viewing if they're looking at their their screen. Yeah. Are, true. Mm-hmm. We're gonna um. We're going to record each week for the next nine weeks. I think we talked about this on our last Yeah, but it's worth going over again. Yep. And we're going to shoot the shit like we just did. 
But the main focus, or the reason we're recording every week, is so that we can talk about the new HBO series, The Last of Us, which premiered on Sunday. Today's Tuesday. And we kind of want to just keep up and talk about that show as it airs per each episode. Try to keep it future spoiler free because, as I'm sure most of you know, it's a video game. Daniel and I are both pretty big fans of the game, of, of Naughty Dog in general, and um, have been pretty excited for this series for, for quite some time. So we're really excited and, and happy to talk about it. So you're going to get the same banter that you've come to to enjoy, and we'll ask each other how we're doing. But we're really going to dive into these episodes as well. Hi, everybody. It's Daniel here. I'm just jumping in to say that that's going to be the end of this episode about, um, you know, where we, we mostly talked about UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. Um, if you are interested in hearing our episode on The Last of Us HBO TV show, episode one, you can find that in our podcast feed as well. If you'd like to hear that, Go check it out. Otherwise, we'll see you back again next week. Yeah, thanks for listening.